Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, I wanted to talk about the concept of blame. And that's because from a very early age, so many of us are blamed for a lot of things, things that we do, things that other people do, things that are going on in the world. And the emphasis of this episode is to deconstruct what blame really is and also understand why it's not effective. So in this episode, it's a little special because I have both a phrase from the Dhammapada as well as a story from Ajahn Brahn's book, Who Ordered This Truckload of Dung, to share with you. So first, I'm going to start with the passage from the Dhammapada, and this is from the chapter Self. Evil is done by oneself. By oneself is one defiled. Evil is left undone by oneself. By oneself is one cleansed. Purity and impurity are one's own doing. No one purifies another. No other purifies one. Don't sacrifice your own welfare for that of another. No matter how great, realizing your own welfare, be intent on just that. And there's another passage from the chapter Worlds, the next one that I also wanted to read out. Don't associate with lowly qualities. Don't consort with heedlessness. Don't associate with wrong views. Don't busy yourself with the world. So I read out a whole bunch of things, but the question is, what is this really saying? So for me, when I read these passages, it really focuses on your choice when it comes to understanding how things happen in your life. And Buddhist philosophy has this very strong emphasis of taking responsibility for the control that you have on your life and also realizing that you don't have control over what other people do. And in our effort to help others, we often try to change other people. And also, in return, we expect other people to change us. But when we do that, what happens, and I'm of course talking about my own life experience, is when the axis of control moves outside of yourself, you always feel helpless. You always feel that someone is not doing enough and that's why you're having a bad day. That's why things in your life are not going well. And this is a very, very frustrating place to be. Now, the thing about this sense of frustration is that it feels hopeless. It feels like you're drowning. It feels like you are doing everything you can, but you just can't stay afloat. And I think it's when we have that feeling that we have to take a minute and say, okay, wait a minute, like, I'm not feeling really good, but what did I actually do to contribute to this situation? How did this situation come about? And of course, it's really difficult to have an analytical mind 
when it comes to our own screaming anxiety, our own our own bad feelings for different situations, which is why it's important to kind of wait, to wait it out, and to remember that at the end, when things calm down a little bit within yourself, you can actually sit down and become a third party in your own situation and examine the situation with a fine tooth comb. Because that is where blame gets everything wrong. Because the concept of blame kind of rests upon, and of course, this is just my interpretation of what blame is, but whenever we blame someone or we blame ourselves, it's with this thought that, okay, if we assign blame to someone, the problem will be resolved. If I say, I'm a shitty person, this is why this is happening to me, the problem will solve itself, such as, oh, um, my workday will become better my career will improve or my relationship with so-and-so will improve because I know I am at fault. But the reality is, is actually very different. Blame and assigning blame and kind of creating a story around blame is actually not one that leads to any kind of resolution. We can't, like, the unfortunate thing about blame is that it's very, very satisfying to give. It's very satisfying emotionally to say that I blame myself, I blame this person, I blame this circumstance. But at the end of the day, when we put our energy into blame, it takes the control away from ourselves. Because yes, technically, XYZ is to blame. But if that is what we put our energy into, if that is what becomes our narrative, then it detracts from the narrative of, okay, this happened to me, and now I can do X, Y, Z to make things better for myself, even in a tiny infinitesimal way. So I'm going to read out a story from Ajahn Brahm's book that is about blame and why it's important to recognize that blame is not something that is a productive way of thinking. And this story is called Blaming Others. When attempting to make important decisions, you may choose to use this strategy. But if you don't follow this method, it's your decision after all. So it does, if it doesn't work, don't blame me. And this is where the story really begins. A university student went to, came to see one of her monks. She had an important exam the following day and wanted the monk to do some chatting for her to bring good luck. The monk kindly obliged, thinking it would give her confidence. It was all free of charge. She gave no donation. We never saw the young woman again, but I heard from her friends that she was going around saying that the monks in her temple were no good, that we didn't know how to chant properly. She had failed her exam. Her friends told me that she had failed because she had hardly done any studying. She was a party girl. She had hoped that the monks would take care of the less important academic part of university life. It may seem satisfying to blame someone else when something goes wrong in her life, but blaming others rarely solves the problem. Now he has this brilliant three-liner from Ajahn Chah. A man had an itch on his butt. He scratched his head and the itch never went away. That is how Ajahn Chah described blaming others, like having an itch on your butt and scratching your head. Now, when I first read the story, 
I laughed out loud because it's just the entire, we're talking about blame, which is a very heavy subject that has a lot of emotional baggage for so many of us. And here is this really quippy three-liner from Ajahn Chah that kind of really addresses it, but in a very funny way. But I appreciate that humor because sometimes when you laugh a little bit at yourself, at the situation, at what's going on, it kind of helps you feel better and therefore you're able to actually see the situation more clearly. But back to blame, that's exactly what blame does. When you blame yourself, when you blame others, when blame becomes that throbbing impulse in your head that like anything bad happens, you just jump to blame. Blame is like itch in your head when the itch is actually somewhere else in your body. Because really, the way to address the problem is to allow your emotions to cool down, to address your emotions first, but then to really think, what could I have done differently? Let's leave behind all the things that other people could have done, because at the end of the day, we can't change them. We can't make them better. We can't purify them. The only thing we can do is make ourselves better. And of course, I'm a little uneasy with words like purity and cleansing, but I think the gist of it here is that only we can make ourselves better, truly. If other people try to help us, they can only help us if we allow them to help us. So in part, it's really, it's not really them helping us, but it's we helping themselves with the tools that other people are giving us. But it's still us helping ourselves. Like nobody can directly help us. We have to give permission. And thus we are also engaging in the helping that's taking place, even though at the end of the day, the end result is intended for us. And it's the same for other people. We can always do everything in our power to change what other people do or what other circumstances outside of ourselves do. For example, and I think this is a very common thing, is that like at work, it's so easy. And I also get into these cycles as well. You know, someone says something or does something wrong and you know it's wrong and you try your best to mitigate it. But because of that wrong, you end up being in a very bad situation that you tried to prevent, but you couldn't. And at that point, I think it's so easy to be angry at yourself, to be angry at that person and think, well, if that person didn't do X, Y, Z, I wouldn't be in this situation. Yes, I think in the short term, that does make sense. But in the long term, If we allow people to aggravate us every time they do something wrong, we're never going to stop being angry because people are constantly making mistakes. But really, instead of playing the blame game and kind of trying to see who we want to direct our anger to, I think the most important thing to do in that situation is to forgive yourself and to realize that what they did is not something you could have foreseen. And you're always operating at your best and you did your best. So in fact, yes, that something may have gone wrong and there is some bad kind of consequence or value coming out of it external to you. But internally, this is a moment to pat yourself on the back and think, I did my best. I, I did everything I could to make the situation a good one. And the fact that it wasn't a good one is not my fault. And I think that is the magic of 
unlearning how to blame others is that we also learn not to blame ourselves. And when the every little ounce of energy we don't put into blaming, the whole concept of blaming is energy we can put into healing, it's energy we can um, put into forgiving, it's energy we can put into teaching, to learning, to growing. Because at the end of the day, we all feel a lot of emotions and emotions are okay. They are healthy. They're, they're fine. But if we attach ourselves to the wrong emotions, to the wrong thoughts, blame being one of them, we can put fuel into it that would make it much more powerful, much more controlling and much more damaging. And this is where we have to slowly, slowly kind of remind ourselves and understand that there are constructive ways of thinking and destructive ways of thinking. And blame is one destructive way of thinking because, and this is obviously just me talking to you, but I have never gone into a bad situation and blamed either myself or somebody else and have led that to like a good place. Blaming myself makes me unhappy. Blaming others makes me unhappy as well because I feel helpless. The axis of control is now outside of myself. But really removing this this whole need to blame and just thinking, okay, now that a bad situation has happened, how can I pick up the wreckage? What do we do next? What is the most constructive growth-oriented thing we can do? And just having that energy within you is just incredibly helpful to yourself and even to others because you're staying calm and you're staying level-headed in a situation that maybe other people are not being level-headed because they also might be engaging in the blame game and behavior that is not constructive but rather destructive. So that comes to the end of our episode. I hope if there's something in your life that you're blaming yourself for, or you're blaming others for, that you take a minute to just think about it. Is it really productive? Is it really healthy for me to put energy into blaming this person over and over and over again? And that person could be you. Are you not doing your best? Did you not try your best to do everything that you could? And if not, maybe this is a chance for you to grow today to grow for the future because every day is a new day for you to grow and to heal and to not be the person that made the same mistakes yesterday. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode and until next week, please stay safe out there.